This year at Lakeside, our preaching theme is on taking sin seriously. We're taking a closer look at what the Bible says about sin so that we can then adopt God's view of sin so that we might be able to resist it. Part of taking sin seriously means having some understanding about the genesis of sin, where it begins in our lives. And that seed, that genesis, is of course the seed of temptation. One of the greatest verses about temptation in all of Scripture is found in 1 Corinthians 10 and in verse 13. There Paul says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. I have often encouraged young people to commit this passage to memory at a very early age, and more importantly, to understand and then believe the truths that are contained within it. I believe that's good advice not just for young people, but for all people. And so here's four things that we can learn about temptation from this great text. Number one, temptation is the common experience of all mankind. We should not ever feel guilty whenever we are tempted, because we're all tempted to sin. Even Jesus himself was tempted directly by the devil. There is a commonality to all of our temptations. Just like the devil tempted Adam and Eve in the very beginning, even today he tempts us with the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, 1 John 2, 16 and 17. Yes, times do change. And yes, technology does evolve. And yes, the techniques may vary. But the basic temptations are still the same. Greed, gluttony, lust, Lying, adultery, fornication, anger, envy, jealousy, intoxication. These things have been around forever. And so whatever temptation you're experiencing, it is not uncommon, it is not unheard of, and it is not unconventional. You're not alone. Take comfort in the fact that others have experienced it. And more importantly, take comfort in the fact that others have overcome it. Secondly, 1 Corinthians 10.13 assures us that God is faithful even when we are not. Even when we become unfaithful, even when we become under the influence of sin's allurement, God is still there, ever waiting, still blessing, ready to forgive and offering healing and hope for the future. You know, people may give up on us when we sin. Loved ones may abandon us when we sin. In fact, friends may even join us in our folly of sin. But the Heavenly Father is always available. His power is accessible to help us subdue temptation. And His grace and His mercy is extended to welcome us home when we repent and turn away from sin. What a wonderful assurance and what a precious promise that is. Thirdly, 1 Corinthians 10.13 tells us that your temptation is not more than you can endure. All too often we give in to temptation with the justification that, oh, it was just more than I could handle. Or maybe we rationalize it by saying, I I just couldn't help it. Or maybe we even use that really silly excuse of saying, well, after all, I'm only human. 
Well, yeah, we are humans, but we are made in the image of a holy God. And He made us with the ability to choose right over wrong. He made us with a resolve of will to engage in good instead of evil. And He made us with the strength of character to overcome temptation by the power of Christ working within us. You can endure, the Bible says. You can overcome, you can say no. Which leads to this fourth truth from 1 Corinthians 10.13, and that is that God provides a way of escape. Now the way may be different for each one of us. For example, the Apostle Paul found it necessary to engage in spiritual warfare in order to fight off the wiles of the devil, Ephesians chapter 6. Jesus, He put the tempter to flight by using words of Scripture each time invoking, it is written, it is written, it is written, Matthew chapter 4. Joseph quite literally ran away from the sexual enticement of Potiphar's wife, Genesis chapter 39. And Daniel, he dealt with the various challenges and temptations of captivity by having a very diligent prayer life, Daniel 6 verse 10 says. What will be your way of escape from temptation? The answer is, I don't know. I don't have to know. All I have to know is that God has promised that He will provide it. If you're looking for the exit door, God will provide the way of escape from temptation. And so despite whatever lies the devil tries to convince us to to hear and to believe, pay no attention. Because you can conquer temptation. How do I know? I know quite simply because 1 Corinthians 10.13 tells me so. And P.S. If you ever feel like you're somehow safe or exempt from Satan's snare, that somehow you're just so strong against temptation or that somehow that doesn't affect you in any way, Can I encourage you, dear friend, to remember what Paul said in the preceding verse, 1 Corinthians 10, verse 12? There Paul said, Therefore let anyone who thinks that he stands take heed lest he fall. Let's be vigilant. Let's be on guard. Let's be prepared for temptation. That's taking sin seriously.